Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of In Distress, a podcast that nobody listens to but me. Honestly, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Today we're giving we're giving laid back energy, I think, because I'm not really feeling, I'm not feeling too funny today. I'm not. I honestly, I've just been so tired. I went to go and as a black woman, I, you know, I have to keep my hair together most times. So I braided my hair like two months ago, I think or like a month and a half ago. And then I took them out and I'm probably going on a trip with my family. So my mom was like, oh, do you want to get your hair done? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. So I went to go do that, but I had to take all of the braids out. And I had like, I had a lot of braids in my head and I had to like undo them and everything. But like, I was super tired from something else I did yesterday, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, it was my friend Alani's birthday. Shout out to her. It was her birthday and we all went out to Dave and Buster's and you know, we just did things that early that people in their early 20s do you know and so we did that and the next day I was like oh, I have to get home to take care of Pongo which is my dog also tell me why the dog we leave watermelons on the ground right the dog done went and took a bite out of the watermelon and not just one bite it was multiple bites he did yeah um ate the rind on the outside of it and I was in distress because I was watching a movie in my parents room and I had only not been looking at him for like 10 minutes I was like I was like oh it's like it's so quiet and my senses my mother's senses were tingling you know the mother in me because that's my child basically and I go in there to check on him and he has eaten watermelon I'm like I'm like Pongo you're in trouble bro like you're in trouble but also I was scared I was like is he gonna get sick or something like I was worried but also mad at the same time so I went and put him in the bathroom and locked him in there for a good hour and a half because you know the actions have consequences anyways back to what I was saying it's giving very laid back episode but um I ended up like taking my braids out and then I had to still wash my hair and like comb it out and detangle it and everything and then like dry it, put leave-in conditioner in it and some oil so that I would be ready to get it done um, at like 10 or like 11 this morning. And, but I also had to go out and get the hair because I didn't get it the day before. So I'd wake up at like 8.45 to make sure I got to the store when they opened at nine and I came back home so that I could leave on time. And it was just, it was quite, it was quite the day, but I only got two hours of sleep last night because of that. And so then I had to get up and then drive with my sister to my cousin's house so that I could get my hair braided. And then we did that. And also we were watching Selling Sunsets while we were there and I'm into it. I'm in, I'm in there. I'm in there. One of Nick Cannon's baby mamas is on the show and I'm eating it up. Anywho, but what was I talking about? Oh yeah, I went to get my hair braided and then when I came home, like I was so tired. And really I've only had like four hours of sleep today. So like four hours plus two. So I've had like five or six hours of sleep. And honestly, I could go to sleep right now. But I was like, oh my gosh, it is Friday. Like I need to record this podcast. And actually I'm recording this at 1251 Saturday morning, the day it goes up. But you know what? I'm here. And like I said, we're giving chill, low energy vibes. Anywho. So first things first, I watched, I'm a huge Steph Curry fan. First of all, I'm a big basketball fan. I play a lot of 2K on my iPad because I don't have a gaming console. I don't have money for that. Um, so I play 2K on my, on my, um, iPad and I love it. Like I love it. I started playing 2K and like, I think like 2000, 
2009, 2010, whichever year Kobe was on, it was literally 2K10. Um, but I started playing then on like PlayStation 2. And then we never really bought any more games after that. But I like started playing on my phone when they had the app available. And I've been I've been locked in there ever since. And so over the past like two or three years, I started watching more basketball because I used to watch it a lot growing up and I used to play. But I kind of stopped and then I started watching it again like two seasons ago during the pandemic and I just I just I really found a lot of love for it again. I go out and I shoot still sometimes and I just really like it. But um anyways, my favorite player is Steph Curry. My favorite team is the Warriors. And like I said, big fan. I watch his interviews and stuff that he does sometimes. I literally watch like just about every single game and he had a documentary coming out and it was called Underrated. And it's basically just like the story about how he got recruited and how he kind of grew up and people just kind of like always thought he's undersized and he's never going to be in the NBA. And if he does, he's never going to be drafted high. And basically like the documentary is just a lot of people just basically like every, almost every single like sports analyst and commentator is like, he's too small and he's just like everything that they just kind of like just pick, pick like picking at everything that he isn't and the documentary ended up just being about him trying to prove himself right not necessarily proving other people wrong but like when you have that belief in yourself and the confidence and you know you put in the hours to do something and you just you go out there and you do them because you believe in yourself and you're confident and it doesn't matter what anybody else is thinking whether they think that you're not good enough to make it or that you in his case a lot of people were saying that he wasn't gonna get a fourth ring and he wasn't gonna do all of these things but he went and did all of them and I think it's just very interesting to see that but it was really nice to watch that because it's like well, how can I apply this to my life? And then like, you think about those ways that you can do that. And again, like, I just really like look up to the man. So there's that. And then he did an interview with the puppies. I don't know if you guys know about, I think it's Buzzfeed. I think it's a Buzzfeed video where they have like the puppies and celebrities will go and they'll like play with the like puppies and you can adopt them and stuff anyways. And then they answer interview questions in between. But he ended up, somebody, I think they asked, like, if you could tell your younger self something, what would it be? And he ended up quoting this guy, Eric Thomas. And the quote was, fall in love with the process and the results will follow. And I just felt like that's really just something I needed to hear today. Or not today, but then. And really just in life right now. Because I feel like I'm doing a lot of things repetitively and it's kind of annoying to do that. And then sometimes it's really hard to be motivated to do anything because you're not getting the results that you want out of it. And I just think it was just like something I really need to hear because I'm somebody who I will get tired of the process and because of not getting the results. So like this podcast, for example, like I got two listens last week. That was tough. That was that was a rough one, but I enjoyed making it and I was really, really, really proud of that episode. Will I be really proud of this one? I don't know, but I'm focusing on consistency. Um, but when it comes to other things like writing, it's like I enjoy writing a lot, but I'm so critical of whether the thing when I finish it is going to be something I can like 
release or show to others. And if I don't think it's good enough, then I'm just thinking about that. And during the process, I'm thinking about the results and that's just not the way to go about it. So I'm going to try to do that and implement that more in my life. Um, my sister and I went to Hotworks the other day. We did some hot core just to update you guys on the hot work situation. We did hot core and I was aching after that. I was like, I will not be I, I won't be returning back to this this week. I think we only went once last week. We we dragged a bit last week. We dragged a bit, but it's okay. We're going to come back stronger this next week. Anywho, I don't really know. I have some things I would like to talk about, I think. Um, it's going to be a short episode today. We're already eight minutes in, and I've said a lot of nothing. I will give you guys an update on the job situation. So I got this email and it was like hey like can you do this social media campaign and I was like okay like just to see like if your skills match up with what's on your resume so I like put in a good couple of days work on it and I'm like I feel good about it I worked hard on it I'm gonna send it I send it like two days early and I just never really heard anything I still haven't heard anything like there's obviously still time but I never even got like an email that like hey we got your stuff and I'm really trying to and I was really excited about it because it was like the first job that had gotten back to me about anything um but I also knew like in the moment that I didn't want to get my hopes up too high just because like if I would have done that then I would have been like extremely disappointed right now and it's not that I'm not disappointed right now it's just I'm really trying to believe that and have faith that everything is going to work itself out. And I was actually talking to my sister about this earlier today because like money, like monetarily, financially, I'm broken down and I don't really have a lot of money to do anything really. And, but I'm also like my parents, like I know that my family, like if I like asked them for money or if I like did stuff for the money, like they would give it to me, but I don't, enjoy asking for help that's one that's one of my biggest problems I hate asking for help and then I also just I don't really like feeling to like I don't really love the feeling of I won't say being dependent on others but like being dependent on others and I was actually talking to my friend Paige and then we'll go we'll go full circle I'll tell you the whole how it all connects but I was talking to my friend Paige the other day and I was like yeah like I just feel like right now like things are kind of really hard because I don't have a job like I don't really have any money. I don't really do anything besides like look after my dog and like clean up around the house and like apply for jobs, which is fine. It's just that like, I just feel so not in control of my life. And obviously like for me, at least I know that I'm not going to be in control of my life. Like I believe in God and it's like a whole thing of like, God has a plan for you and everything. And a lot of that in that belief system comes from needing to have faith in him. And I think that that has probably been like one of the hardest things for me to do always. Like even when I was younger, I'll like talk about this, but like when I was younger, I felt like during college, I felt like I really just wanted to decide to follow God on my own. Like I wanted to decide that that was something for me on my own and not just something that I grew up in. And so I believe it and I don't really like believe it, believe it, but like I've done it all my life and it's what I know. And so I went through that whole journey 
And now like I'm back and I'm like, this is something that I want to believe in and I do believe in and all of that stuff. But the hardest thing, and I guess, I feel like it's probably hard for everybody because there's like a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff about faith, but I'm not going to lie. Like it's really hard to have faith all of the time, especially when times are really rough. And that's the part. And that's kind of the part though, is that it's really easy to have faith when things are good and life is easy. But when it's hard, it's really tough to be like hands off, like, God, I trust that you're going to do what needs to be done and that I'm going to learn what I need to learn and I'm going to come out of whatever like hard situation that I'm in right now. I'm going to come out a better person. And the thing is, and even if you don't even believe, believe in God or even if you just like believe in the universe or not really anything at all, it's still kind of like a thing of you just have of like just believing that things, that everything happens for a reason and that everything's just going to work itself out. And like I said, I was talking to my sister about this. I just like the thing about hard things in life is that you know that you've gotten through hard stuff before. Like before, like I thought I wasn't going to get into college. There were moments when I thought I wasn't going to graduate. Like there were moments in there where like you're kind of like where the foundation that you're standing on like feels shaky And so I think for me, like, and probably for a lot of people, it's really easy to, like I said, be happy and just be just like, just be like flowers and rainbows all the time when things are really good. But obviously bad things happen. You've gotten through those bad things before. But at the same time that you've gotten those things through those things before, it doesn't stop the thing that you're in now from like it doesn't stop you from worrying or stressing any less. And I want to be really great. Like I wish that I could say, I'm not really stressed about anything. Like I just know that God's going to work it out or the universe is going to work it out or whatever you believe in is going to work it out. But it's really hard to believe that in the moment. And like I said, like I know that I've gotten through hard times in my life before, but it's like this right now is like present. And this is my big thing that I'm going through right now. So Right now, it feels like it's the end of the world. And I know that it's not. I'm just a super dramatic person and an overthinker. So you go and you put those things together and you just get a sad little blob. So basically, on the way to get my hair braided, I was having an existential crisis and a breakdown. I'm not going to lie. I could mentally break down later this week. I could do that. But it's okay because I'm going on vacation on the weekend. So like, if I break down midweek... I can still enjoy the vacation anyways, but it's just a lot right now. And like I said, like, it would be really great to just be able to sit back and be like, I have faith that everything's going to work out. And in the back of my mind, I do have that. But in the front of my mind, it's really tough to be like hands off, like I said. So I was talking to my friend Paige and I was like, yeah, like it's just really hard kind of right now because I feel like I'm not in control of anything. And I feel like there's always something that I need to be working on because this week I discovered that I'm emotionally unavailable. And I was like, I don't really know how to fix that is what I started the conversation with. And they were like, honestly, like, why do you have to fix everything all the time? Like, why, like, why don't you think about the things that you do have control over? You know, like it might not be much, but at least it's something. 
And so I was like, ooh, I was like, Paige ate that. Paige ate that one little tiny thing. And it's it's honestly true. And so I was like, I'm going to make a list of things that I am in control of. I immediately fell asleep that night. So I didn't make the list. And it's been three days since that conversation. But I am completely, I have the intentions to, I have full intent to go and make that list after this podcast, maybe. But I think that that was just like something I wanted to share. Um, I think it's really important to just kind of understand and know that even if like you don't believe in like anything religiously or spiritually, like a lot of averages, you're not going to be down bad for that much long. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be down for two years. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's possible. You could be down for two years, but like I said, law of averages, like, bro, something good has to happen at some point. Like you can't just be, it can't just be bad, 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 bad all the time. Like it could be bad for like two years, but then you could have like a three year stretch where you're just cool and living life. You living good. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Anywho, I have this other thing that I wanted to say, but I don't think, I think that's something I keep to myself. I don't think, I don't think that's something I share with the world. I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep that over there. Anywho. But I don't really know what I'm going to talk about now, honestly. Let me think about what I've been, what's been going on. Let me, let, actually, you know what? Let me grab my handy dandy phone because surely there is always something going on in the world. You know what we can talk about? Child, we can talk about this Ariana Grande situation. And now listen, I am an Ariana Grande stan. Like I went and I saw this woman perform on my 16th birthday. Okay. The year was 2016 or was it? Was it 2017? Did the album come out 16? I went on the Dandy Swimming Tour. It was my birthday, April 12th. And I found out that she was coming on my birthday. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that would be the best birthday present if I could go and see Ariana Grande on my birthday for my birthday. You know what I'm saying? So me and my sister kept like dropping hints and stuff. And I'm just so grateful that my parents got the hint because the day like the the morning of it was like midnight my mom was like oh Tori like we I have something for you and she pulled out those three tickets my dad paid for them tickets he's so real and I know that concert was expensive it's okay and we had some good seats too yeah we did and anyways so we ended up going and me and my sister were like fans of her anyways we were we watched Victorious and would see her little music videos on Nickelodeon. And then after the show was off, we kept listening to her music and stuff. So when that third album came out, we were in there, we were locked in. So we went to go see it and everything, but really ever since then, just really ever since like, I think the first song she put out was Put Your Hearts Up. Ever since then, just been big fans for years. Now. I love this woman so much. Like, I don't think y'all understand. Like, I know every feature. Like, I know the live tracks. Like, you never gonna catch me. This, this, this divorce situation is looking bad. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend it looks bad for her. It does. It does. And I'm not one. I'm not, I don't defend cheating because cheating is not okay. But however, I don't know the whole story. Nobody knows the whole story. And I think that's what makes me sick about this TMZ situation is because, like TMZ came out the floodgates with all of my sister's business. And I just kind of be sitting here like, oh my gosh, like 
my like her business is all over the internet like this we're talking about the woman who disappeared off the internet for months at a time because she was filming for wicked and all of a sudden now with the with the sag after strike it's my sister's business out in the streets like this and then it wouldn't be that bad for real it wouldn't be that bad for real if she was just kind of like it's not what it looks like or you guys don't have the full story and I would appreciate some privacy at this time. Like it would be different if old girl came out and said something like that, you know, address the public, which again, she doesn't have to do. But if my name is being dragged and slugged through the streets, I'm saying something. I'm getting my PR team on that, bro. And what makes me sick is that, you know, what what makes me giggle is like in the pop culture world. So Haley, you know, when Haley and Selena were beefing, they weren't beefing, but it was it was like subtle shade. It was like subtle shade from Haley Bieber at all times. And so that was all over the TikTok feed. Like everybody was talking about that. There was receipts flying out the floodgates. And Haley went and she was saying stuff and she she asked Selena to release a statement saying like, hey, like I need you guys to cool it. Like, again, that's just an example of a PR team stepping in or really just, you know, not wanting your name drugged through the streets like that. And I think it deeply saddens me that her PR team is not even out here trying to even put up some pretend interview, some fake stuff like it's untrue or they fell in love. Like, like, can we at least get like a cute little, oh, they just fell in love on the Like, we don't even got, we keep hearing sources that reportedly, allegedly, like, why? Why? I want to know why her PR team does not have her back for real. That's what I want to know. Put me on the team, Ariana. Put me on the team. Regardless, like I said, it ain't none of my business. It's not. It's simply not none of my business. Who's up in whose bed? That ain't got nothing to do with me. However, I'm just saying that it don't look good for my sister. And I wish somebody would come out in the streets and def- I need somebody to defend her name. I need her to defend her name. That's what I need. That's what I need. And um, the guy... I'm going to hold my tongue on that. I'm going to hold my tongue. But it's just, girl, if you like it, I love it. But like, damn. Like, oof. Oof. And then, you know, all of a sudden now, everybody's like, well, she's been, she's always gotten with men who already were dating somebody and had girlfriends. And again, that's none of my damn business. That's none of my damn business. But it don't look good. You know what I'm saying? It don't look good because the man, the man was married. You know what I'm saying? It's... It looks real bad. And also looked just real bad because that Happy Mother's Day pose. Like, you was just talking about how great, how great she is. And then the really the wife, she out here, the wife is, ooh, the wife telling all they business for real. Like, she out there, they, I had no clue what was going on. And apparently we, we, I knew about it, but we decided to just work through it. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like, and the thing is, I get it. If I was her, I would be dragging names through the mud right now. What got me, though, was when she said, Ariana's just, she's just not a girl's girl. Because damn, girl, why you say that? Why you say that? Why you say that about my sister? I just, you know what she needs to do? She needs to release a single. It could be something from the vault. It could be something from the archives. She just released a little song. It ain't even got to be on topic. 
Like I said, ain't gonna be on topic. We ain't asking for live play by play. But if she would just release a single, see, that would get jumping. It would be jumping. Anyways, in other news, I'm hearing that Dua Lipa is about to drop some music. And I can't tell you how excited I am for that. Because one thing about me, I love me some Dua Lipa. You would think that I knew Dua Lipa. You would think that. Also, Tori Kelly's album came out, self-titled, Tori. Really great, because my name's Tori, so, you know, feels like I did it. But um, it's it's a cute little number. I'm I'm working hard on it. One thing that does bother me, it is 19 minutes and 45 seconds. And I think what bothers me is that one of the songs on there two times. So really, it's not even 19 minutes. Let me see how long this is. That song is two minutes and 51 seconds. So really, the album is not even an album. It's an EP. It's 17 minutes. What am I supposed to do with 17 minutes and six songs? I would like to know that. I would like to know that. What am I supposed to do with seven songs? Not even seven. What am I supposed to do with six songs and 17 minutes? And 17 is being a little generous. I don't know about that. I don't know about that one, guys. I don't know about that one. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing this week. This episode was kind of boring. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really have too much going on in my life. You know, being a jobless hack who just stays in the house because you can't afford to go anywhere. You know, you don't you, you don't have a lot to say these days. You know what I mean? Anywho, I do want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. 25 minutes. One of our shortest. We're clocking in. Clocking out. Yeah. We're clocking out at this time. If you want to follow me, not, yeah. If you want to follow me on any of my social media, check out some websites I've made. They're all in the description below. You can listen to this podcast everywhere. Literally. Go tell somebody about it. Or not. I'm probably going to be the only person listening to this episode this week. But it's okay. Because we have to start somewhere. And we have to fall in love with the process. And we have to be consistent. And I'm going to be consistent. And I'm going to love my process. And eventually the results will follow. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate you. And it's time for Tori to go to sleep. Goodbye.